Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Coffee. I am your host and speaker, Levo Coffee. This is episode 41. I want to say thank you for everyone who have been tuning in uh, often, even when I had my break. So, And all my new listeners, I want to say please listen, please like, share, comment, get this podcast out there because I talk about different things every episode. Some episodes are just one long topic, some episodes are multiple things that have been bothering me throughout the week. Also, give me a follow on my Instagram. It's the same name as this podcast, which is a cup of coffee, but it's a cup of coffee underscore. So it is A-C-U-P-O-F-C-O-F-F-E-Y underscore. Again, it is A-C-U-P-O-F-C-O-F-F-E-Y underscore. Now, there have been a few things in the media lately that have been bothering me and they've been bothering me uh, like pretty bad because some of them have to do with race and some things just have to do with people being ignorant. Like I honestly and the first thing I want to talk about is this lady named uh, the vegan doctor. Now, I never heard of the vegan doctor. I didn't know anything about her. And to me, if you tell me you're a vegan doctor, if that's your title, I'm assuming you're going to be telling people how to eat better or how to uh, eat like a vegan or how the vegan lifestyle should be the lifestyle you should be living. I'm assuming you're going to be on that type of a wavelength when you're speaking about something. So I'm like, okay, cool. But I saw a video that she put out. I actually saw it on TikTok. And it was uh, a video that was similar to what a lot of people have been saying in the media, at least lately and pretty much like all my life about the N-word. So a lot of people don't think anybody who's not black should be saying the n-word some people don't think anyone should say the n-word some people feel as if if black people can say it then white people can say it then anybody can say it some people feel as if the word has so much hate in it that it shouldn't be said at all i actually saw a video of a guy breaking down the n-word he literally just said that um nigger and nigga is the same word because if you think the way most black people talk as, or if you want to uh, call it this technical word, is A-A-V-E, which is African-American Vernacular English. Um, a lot of words that have the E-R on it, the E-R gets dropped and they put an A. For example, if you ever tell someone like, hey, pull the trigger, black people would say pull the trigger. Like, it's an A instead of E-R. Same thing with nigga. So he was saying that the two words are actually the same. It's just that when black people talk, we drop the E-R and add the A, which I knew that already. I've been explaining to people for years now. But, you know, it goes over, you know, their head and they just want to keep saying the word. Um, but back to the video I saw of the vegan doctor, she put this thing out that said um, nigger should be rebranded. The word nigger should be rebranded to naturally intelligent, gorgeous, generous, exemplary and radiant because that will then take the power out of the word and it will make the people who are being called that word feel some type of power. Now, let me say this as a black person. You not about to call me nigga, nigger, none of that. I don't like it. I tell people all the time, don't call me that. Now, some people say it, and I'm like, bro, like, like, fall back with that. Some people say it, I just ignore them. But you're not about to sit there and be like, oh, you're a nigger, and try to rebrand the word that white people said to black people anyway, or said to the slaves or to my ancestors. You know, you can't tell me that the word should be rebranded and I should feel positivity from that word because... Black people are trying to take the power back in the word. Now, this is something that is going on. It's been going on for a while. The word nigga or nigger is similar to when a woman calls another woman a bitch or a hoe or a slut. Now, I know some of y'all think like, oh, that is never acceptable. It's never acceptable to call a woman a bitch or a hoe or a slut. However, some women do it because they're taking back power in the word. So if you see a woman call another woman a bitch, like, oh, that's my bitch. 
Well, they're friends. They can do that. You might see two black people say, oh, that's my nigga. They're friends. They can do that. So not only are we trying to take power back in the words, but we're trying to take it back how we say it. And we're also trying to dictate who can or cannot say it. Similar to women in the word bitch. A man can't call a woman a bitch and you know, think it's okay unless you're singing a rap song or something like that. Unless you're gay. I am not gay, so I can only speak about what I was told and what I heard. I've been told and I've heard that gay men get a pass, especially flamboyantly gay men, because a lot of straight women see uh, flamboyantly gay men as being like, you know, their brother or their sister because they don't see them as a threat. Because if you're a gay man, you're not trying to assault women or talk to women or date women. They don't have to worry about you in a sexual manner. So they kind of, you know, are able to let their guard down and be comfortable around gay men, which is great, which is fine. Like, you know, you don't, you don't want me, a uh, heterosexual cis man calling you a bitch. Cool. I agree with that. I respect that. I'm not taking that from you at all. I can't even try to dictate why or what I would say that to a woman, right? People could understand that. People could understand, oh, women call each other bitches because they want to take power back in the word. Oh, that's my bitch. Oh, you know, hey, oh, that hole over there tripping. Oh, hey, girl, what's up? And I've always been told that when you go to a woman's bathroom in like a club or a bar, it's always like, hey, bitch. Oh, what's up, bitch? Can you some eyeliner? Can you, can you some lip gloss? Can you some this? Can you some that? Can you some nail polish? You know, can I, you know, use a little powder, whatever. You know, that's what I've been told. That's what I heard throughout the throughout my life. So if people could understand how women want to call each other's bitches or hoes to take the power back in the word so that way they can have that word and it can be their word. Why can't people see the same with nigga? Now, I do know, and I've said this before on, on previous episodes, that in the United States, I can't speak for other countries. I can't speak for uh, other places. In the United States, especially in urban states and urban cities, black culture pretty much dominates that state or that city. And when I say dominate, I don't mean that black people run the state, black people run the city, black people are in control. No. Our culture is on the front line. So you will see people talking like how black people talk. And I'm, I'm tired of people saying, oh, you can't talk like a color. Well, if you call a group of people a color and they all speak in a similar way, then you can say that you talk like that color. So if you live in a state or a city that's predominantly urban, you're going to have a lot of people walking like black people, talking like black people, acting like black people. That's what they do because that's the culture that dominates that city and that state, right? The problem is that when you are showing love to a culture or you are showing uh, or you are imitating that culture, right? Flattery, when you're doing all that, if you do not play by the rules of that culture, things can become offensive. Now, I'm black and I live in California, so I can only speak for me. So, for example, in California, you have a lot of Hispanics, Latin people, you have a lot of white people, you have uh, Asians, like those are, and black people, those are like the pretty much the main ethnic groups in California. I can walk outside my apartment right now and I'll see an Asian guy or a white dude or a Latin or Hispanic guy walking down the street and I might hear them say nigga. I actually heard many Asians say nigga and they're like, oh, well, we like hip hop, we like rap, you know, we're down with the struggle, you know, we fuck with y'all, you know, we're not white. And like, that's always people's go-to. We're not white. We're not white. We're not white. But the problem becomes this. Let's say Asian people, white people, Hispanics start saying nigga. And we're like, fuck it. You guys can say nigga. Why are you all silent on, on black issues? And that's the problem. So, so no matter who's trying to take power back in the word, no matter how the word's trying to be rebranded, if people of that culture say, hey, outsiders don't say this word, but the outsiders want to say the word, but they are silent on, on, on black um, situations, 
that's a problem. Just recently in the news, Chris uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's like a dude who be on the news. I guess he's from New York or something like that. He was like, oh, I'm black on the inside, right? And people were like, yeah, he's black on the inside. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's funny. Ha, ha, ha. People been saying that, uh, you know, for years. And then it's like, okay, cool. But why are y'all silent when it comes to black issues? A lot of people say, oh, I'm black on the inside or I'm black below the, below the waist or I'm black where it counts. But are you black when it counts? Are you black when it's needed? Are you there for black people when you when you are needed as an ally or as a as a friend? Because a lot of people want to, you know, claim to be black, claim to talk black, claim to act black, claim they want to be black, claim all this other stuff. But but when shit hits the fan and black people are getting targeted by the police or or losing jobs or even on the Internet, people are talking shit about black people. Is your voice silent? I know a few people personally who have used the phrase, you know, I'm black on the inside, or they might say nigga, or they, you know, say they're black below the waist or black where it counts, but they didn't post anything, uh, or they haven't yet, or still don't post anything, or haven't posted anything, and probably would never post anything when it comes to uh, Black Lives Matter. And I'm not talking about some little political movement that people are saying that has formed out of the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm talking about the movement that says, hey, black people matter Two in America. Treat us equally. Treat, give us equity. Love and respect us how you love and respect these white people. That's what we're saying. I know a lot of y'all have been silent on, on, on these issues, or you guys will post something and then take the post down because your friends or your family might be like, oh, that's not okay. What about this? What about that? And then all that backlash that comes, you can't deal with it, which is another problem. Everybody want to say they want to send up for black people or help black people or defend black people, but then when the hate comes, it's like, oh, you get an apology, you get a I'm sorry, I'll do better, I didn't know. Or they just delete the post because they can't handle the scrutiny. Like, recently, I've been watching The Bachelor a lot, right? I watch it with my lady, she loves The Bachelor. I like I like it too, it's a little bit, it's kind of interesting. But I wasn't watching it for a year, and I watched it, and I was like, damn, this shit is low-key racist. Like, what the fuck? And my girl was like, well, no, not really, not really, not really. And then recently, uh, some lady named Rachel Carcano, and then like the, the host, who's a dude named, um, named Chris Harrison, and he's the host of the show, so he's the host, and he came out in the media and got a, and got a little uh, back and forth spat about Richard Kirkconnell and her and her nasty background attending antebellum parties or her background, you know, taking pictures in front of Confederate flags and whatnot. He defended her on a show with a black lady named Rachel Lindsay, who was also on The Bachelor, and he defended the Rachel the uh, the racist acts of Rachel Kirkconnell, and he has since been temporarily removed from the show. And everybody's so surprised. And I'm like, yo, why y'all so surprised? Like, this show is racist. Like, y'all all in the uproar now. Y'all all want to be uproar when things hit the fan. But why weren't y'all in the uproar before? Why weren't y'all making these people in these positions of power make these changes then? But as soon as the racist shit hits the fan, it's all out there. Everybody hops on the, hops on the wave, hops on the, hops on the bandwagon. Then the, the I'm sorry start to happen. And then once people start saying I'm sorry, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I didn't know any better. I will learn. Then after the I'm sorry, I told my girlfriend this. It's like you have three types of people. You have the people on the right who are like, yo, listen, they said sorry. Move on. Y'all need to quit being so soft. You have people in the middle who are like, well, I don't really care. The show is great. I'm going to keep watching it. Then you have people on the left who are like, yo, listen. We have to keep watching it because we have to make sure the changes happen. So no matter what, after people say sorry, you might as well just keep going back to listen to their music, watching their TV shows, watching their movies, uh, buying their art or viewing their art or whatever they do. Because once the word sorry comes out, 
there is no reason to be upset anymore because the the show is going to go on, life's going to continue forward, and the people who are quote unquote trying to counsel that person, like like it, it's, it's not going to work. Counsel culture doesn't work. It doesn't matter if you're being racist. It doesn't matter if you're being homophobic. It matter. It don't matter if you're being xenophobic. It don't matter if you're being misogynistic. It doesn't matter. So like all this, oh I'm 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 counseling this. I'm counseling that. It, it doesn't work. The only thing it does is change shows and change TV shows. Like there has been a huge influx of black people getting put on shows, for example, like The Bachelor or black people replacing other people who play like voiceover characters or we're getting a whole lot of, hey, here, here's this this uh, black TV show that was famous back in the 90s. It's now on Netflix underneath this black title here. We can find all the black films here. And it's like, OK, that's cool. That's fine. That's dandy. But we're asking for a systematic change. Not just change that you can see on TV and make people say, oh, look, the change happened. Oh, oh, things are better in the world. Oh, things shouldn't be as they were. You guys should just get over it now. Things are better. Like, for example, something else that's been going on in the media lady that has to do with race is the entire uh, Meghan Markle and Harry situation. Now, I don't know much about Harry. I don't know much about Meghan, except she was on, on that show Suits. And I didn't see the entire Oprah interview. But I did see the, the snippet that they put out there and I seen the reaction. And that's what I want to talk about. I can't comment on the video. I can't comment on what was said, but I can comment on the reactions I've seen on like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Even on YouTube, I've seen like people put like little compilations together of the video and reporters were coming out saying they were shocked. Like, oh, my gosh, no, the UK can't be racist. Oh, my gosh, no, Queen Elizabeth can't be racist. Oh, my gosh, these people can't be racist. Like, oh, my gosh, no, it's it's. 2021 and it's like um listen i am a black male in the united states which pretty much means that i am of african descent in america right and i speak english i only speak english i don't speak any other any other languages i don't speak any other dialects i speak english like california english if that's you know technically a dialect i don't know but that shows you enough that the uk is racist like quit thinking that these places because you don't hear about the racism or you aren't aware of the racism aren't racist the uk can be racist like you do y'all not know about slavery y'all not know about how people from england and and you know italy and the irish and all those places over there i'm not exactly sure you know i'm not the best geography person but the people over there and that area came to was now known as the united states and they had some people on that boat with them who were not there um, upon their own free will. They were forced to be there. And now their offsprings and their offspring, offsprings and generations after generation after generation of people now speak English like me. And we're now in this country trying to make a way for ourselves. So I don't know why people are surprised that, you know, Queen Elizabeth and, you know, those people are upset or, you know, that Harry married a black woman, even though she is very, you know, fair skinned. I see some people on the internet saying, oh my gosh, she could pass as Italian or she could pass as Dutch. She could pass that whatever she want to pass that. That might be cool, but she's half black and I believe she's half Puerto Rican. I'm not too sure on the other half, but whatever the other half is, it's a lighter skin tone. And since the lighter skin tone messed with the darker skin tone, it made her skin tone, which is like a light brown, which is, you know, pretty typical. Either you go from light brown to dark brown, but you're going to be in that, that light skin range, that fair skin range. And people are like, 
oh my gosh, but she can pass this, this, she can pass this, that. And it's like, it don't matter what she can pass that. The fact is, there was there's an old, I don't know if it's a law or a rule or a saying, whatever it is, but it goes, 1% of blackness makes you black. So she is half black. Her son will be a quarter black. His kids go be, you know, less than a quarter, whatever half of a quarter is, what, uh, 12.5% black? That's where his kids are going to be. So it's like, they're going to be black unless he marries or gets with a black woman. Then, you know, that changes things here and there. The point I'm saying is this. It's like, y'all are conf- y'all are confused and it saddens me because it's like, do y'all not know history? Like, do y'all not pay attention to history class? Do y'all not Google things to learn about history? Like, Black History Month just passed and I'm on TikTok now. I'm on like black TikTok. I, I follow a bunch of black people. Uh, my stories, all I see are black people's stories and stuff like that. But it's like, y'all didn't learn anything th- through Black History Month ever at all. And the people I see commenting and tweeting and po- making these posts are adults at least 25 and older. So it's like, y'all lived for 25 plus years and y'all are shocked and upset and sad that the Queen of England is racist towards this black woman who's an outsider when like we all just watched Bridgerton. We all just watched that show. It was one of the highest rated Netflix shows ever. We all watched that show and that show basically told us like, hey, listen, they care about classism first. Then in the show, they pointed out like, hey, the only reason black people are even cared about or even respected is because the king fucked the queen and the queen happens to be a black woman and he married her and made her the queen. So they had to uh, bring all the black people into these different positions and different uh, positions of power because she was black. So if you didn't catch that scene or see that scene in Bridgerton, you might need to rewatch the show and, 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 and stop thinking just about the sex part and how sexy the show is. Start thinking about what's being said and what's being done and how it's being done because the show is showing you that, hey, yes, this there are black people in the show. There are black people in position of power and there are black people who have some, some influence, but there's still the thing of classism first. So Prince Harry is in a whole different class than Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle is, is a hustler. I call her a hustler because she hustled her way onto TV. I know a lot of actresses and actors who aren't on TV. She made it onto TV. She's a successful actor. She's on a successful TV show, and then she met this dude, whether it was a blind date, whatever, whatever. They met, they hung out, they had a good time. He liked her, she liked him, they got married, they had kids. But y'all seem to think that just because he married a black woman, that his family is supposed to embrace this black woman. Like, no, like, forget England, look at the United States. Let's bring it back to the country I live in and I can truly speak about. I live in California, I'm going to be real with you. I've been told by multiple Latin people, multiple Asian people, multiple white people, even Middle Eastern people saying, yo, I can't date you. I'm like, why why can't we date? Why can't we hang out? Why can't we, you know, mess around? What's going on? My family will disown me. My family does not want me to bring home somebody who's black because you are seen as less than. My family does not want me to bring home somebody who is not white or Asian because whites and Asian pretty much and, you know, their mind run the world. And they are able to then be able to pass on successful genes so their kids can assimilate more in the United States. These are things that I've been told all of my life. So I don't know why people are upset or shocked that the people who enslaved my people in history are racist towards this young lady here because she happened to marry Prince Harry. Like, are y'all stupid or are y'all dumb or are y'all just ignorant or y'all just forgot? Pick one because not much has changed. I remember uh, two years ago sitting in my mom's living room with my lady and my mom 
watching The Lovings. If you don't know what The Lovings is, it's pretty much a movie that was a that's based off a true life story. It was a real court case when a white man wanted to marry this black woman. They said, no, it was illegal. And they went to court. And the end of the movie, this this quote would never get out of my head. They said he didn't want to go to the courthouse. He didn't want to go to internet. He wanted to be at home with the lady. And the lawyer asked him, is there anything that you can that I that you want to say to the judge your final words? He said, I just want to love my wife or I love my wife. It was something like that. And it's like, yo, like that's how powerful it is. But that was like in the 60s in the United States. You mean tell me y'all think that from the 60s to 2021 that people are going to be like, oh, racism is over. We're going to be better. No, if we can't fix racism here in the place of the land of the free and the home of the brave where immigration is supposed to be the greatest thing because we're supposed to be the, the, a free country. If we can't fix racism, how the hell are they supposed to fix racism across the sea to the people who enslaved us initially? That's my question. Y'all can't get racism done and correct here in the United States. How is it supposed to be done and fixed in, in the UK? What, because it's 2021? Because they, you know, don't talk about it that much or because their racism isn't shown that much on, on American news? That's because we don't care about what's going on over there because we have so many problems here that we need to fix what's going on here first. So quit being surprised by racism. Quit being surprised by racist people and know that they're here and they're not going anywhere. Like, let me be clear. Let me be honest. Let me be raw with you. I do not think, actually, I can say this for a fact. Racism will never end. Racism will never go away. Racism will never stop. And you can talk to me all you want and say, oh my God, LaBelle, you should be better. You shouldn't promote that. You should want to do better and make the change. I do want to make the change. I do want to be better. But I'm not the one who's racist. I'm not in a position of power using my race to hurt, harm, or cause somebody else pain. I'm not doing that at all. You know what I'm doing with my, with my race? I'm chilling trying to fit in, trying to find my own space, trying to stay out of trouble, trying to, you know, grow old and hopefully see some change, at least in the state that I live in. So that way, the state that I live in can at least be, hey, let's not be as racist. Let's just, you know, cut all that back and let's just be people. You're a person. I'm a person. I'm going to treat y'all equally, at least in this state. But as of right now, that's the way I see the world, like 2021 ain't no better than, than uh, 2020. They they about to open the they about to open the United States back up just because the country going broke and rich people don't want to help out poor people like that's that's the insane thing to me it's like we are we are pack animals but we act as if we can survive in this world without the rest of the pack y'all talking about what's going on in the UK but we got to fix what's going on here first yes what happened with Meghan Markle is sad the fact that they said they would not provide her child with um, security. The child would not be given a title, and the fact that the child would, uh, the child's color was up for conversation, and that is all messed up because you shouldn't, you shouldn't hate somebody for the color of their skin. You should accept whoever your whoever your child brings home as a parent. You should be like, yo, I love you, I accept you. This reminded me of the episode I was watching last night with my lady. We was watching uh, Grey's Anatomy. We we restarted, I think, back on season seven or something like that, and it's with Callie and Arizona about to get married and, and Callie's mom's like, yo, I didn't raise you to be a lesbian. I didn't raise you to have a child away. Like, none of this is for me. I can't accept this. It's like, yo, people like that. I know that's just a TV show, but also people like, you know, the queen and shit like that and people who are racist in general, y'all are behind the curve, bro. The curve is coming to a place where gay people, bi people, black people, mixed people, they're all becoming accepted. And the more you try to push those people out, the worst things are going to be happening for you. Now, I ain't saying shit about the queen because she's the queen. I don't know her. Fuck her. I don't care. 
I'm talking about the people who are not the queen because a lot of people have this similar mindset of the queen and these royal motherfuckers that they think they can just say, do, act however they want to act. But it's like, no, you have consequences. I saw today on TV, some dude named Pierce Morgan. I don't know who the fuck a Pierce Morgan is. Quit his job because it was a dude on his show. Like, yo, you've been talking about Meghan Markle for a while, but she hasn't brought your name up once. Like, what's the, like, what's the problem? And he's like, I can't handle this. No, I'm done and left. So it's like, bro, like, Y'all got to shape up and I don't know if I need to go to therapy, y'all need to talk to somebody or you need to just get your head out your own ass and realize that, hey, just because you're white, that does not mean you are better than anybody. That does not mean you are more than anybody. It does not mean you are valued more. It does not mean you are thought of being more. You just a regular motherfucker with a lighter skin tone, bro. That is it. That is all. And that's you ever will be like nobody on this earth. Is better than anybody. Nobody on this earth is more important than anybody else. Like, you might be smarter than somebody at one field. Like, I can't code better than the dude who made Facebook, right? But I guarantee you my social skills are better than his because I'm with the common folk. I don't I gotta conversate with different people of different races all the time. So yeah, he might be better than me at coding, cool, because I can't code to save my life. I can edit code, but I can't create nothing to save my life. But I can talk to common folk like common folk want to be talked to. And that's just that, man. Y'all got to get it. Like, I don't want to say get over racism, but y'all got to start seeing what it is and quit being shocked every time something pops in the media and they tell you, oh, get upset about this or get excited about this. Right. Like y'all got to get over that because it's like the media is controlled by people at the top. And if they want you to feel a certain type of way, you're going to feel some type of way. Just look at it. Take what it is. Make your comment. Post about it. But think logically before you make that posting that comment. Now, I know I was talking about racism, but. I also want to talk about holding people accountable for things that they do. Now, a lot of y'all don't know who the fuck Takashi 69 is. Y'all don't know who Meek Mill is, but y'all about to learn. They're two rappers, right? Now, Takashi 69, some of y'all might know because he he is popular. Like, dude is out there popular right now. I don't really like his music. It's like it's hype music. So like it's not for me. So I'm not gonna discredit his music and the fact that his songs go gold and platinum, that that's major respect. Cause I don't know if I put a song out right now. I'm going negative gold. You know, I'm going probably bronze, but that's his thing. The problem I have with this whole situation with Meek Mill and Takashi 69 is the fact that y'all act like King Von didn't just get killed. And y'all act like y'all act like Pop Smoke and Nipsey Hussle didn't get killed recently. Y'all act like these rappers are just dying for no reason. Y'all act like people are going to prison for no reason. Y'all act like these court cases are coming up in the media for no reason. Like, there are a lot of rappers who are out there rapping about gangsta shit, and y'all act as if they're not truly gangsters. Now, some of them not. Some of them are storytellers. Like, I remember it came out that Ice Cube was like, yo, listen, I took from what I seen in the neighborhood and put it in music. Like, that's all he did. That's cool. That's his truth. He ain't never said he was a gangster. He said he threw down, he put his hands on people before. That's cool. Now, he ain't no bitch. I ain't calling him no bitch. I ain't saying that. So don't be like, oh, Lavelle said he a bitch. No, 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 no. I never respect, you know, Mr. O'Shea Jackson like that. that. That's him. That's his life. I'm just saying that he came out and already said that he was taking the stories from the neighborhood and putting it into the media. Now, with that being said, take this same thing. Meek Mill has already been in prison before. Not once, not twice. He's been there. Why do y'all want him to go back? Y'all keep saying, oh, you seen Takashi 6ix9ine and you should have fucked him up. Why would this man want to go back to prison when he has a child? Now, and y'all know Takashi 6ix9ine is a snitch. Like, that's 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 on paperwork like that's known he's a snitch and we all know he's a, a hype beast or a troll whatever the fuck y'all want to call him that's what he does 
he 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 takes what's popular. He talks shit about it or about the artist and makes them get upset and angry. He goes to the comments in Shade Room and and uh, Hollywood Unlocked and makes these bullshit ass comments. And the fans feed on that and then call people bitches and pussies and shit like that. But it's like y'all don't think about the livelihood of the people that y'all are talking about. For example, I remember I posted something about uh, the baby. A while ago, I was like, yo, he got to quit slapping the fuck out of people and fighting people and pulling out guns on people because one of these cases he might lose. I'm a huge fan of his. Why would I want his music to stop being made? Like, this is me speaking selfishly. Like, y'all fans are fucking stupid. Y'all want Meek Mill to fight Takashi 69, go back to prison. You know, he just got off probation and y'all know. Oh, sorry. He just got off of parole. And y'all know that if he go back, they go look at his record like, oh, damn. You've been through this before, huh? Okay. Okay. Cool. We're going to send your ass upstate for a long ass time. So, y'all keep talking about what y'all want Meek Mill to do, what he should have done. Oh, leave Takashi 69 alone. Well, Takashi 69 is talking about people's dead friends. Like, this man made a whole ass shirt and made a meme out of King Von. Like, that's disrespectful. Like, fuck everything else that, that, that's going on. Like, I know, you know... You know, the whole Not From 63rd thing that King Vi said in a lot of his songs. Kyle to a lot of his songs. I know that his, you know, his his enemies make songs about his people as well. I'm talking very carefully because I don't want none of this shit to go out. I have people from Chicago who listen to my podcast. And I don't want them to think I'm taking any sides or I have any opinions about what's going on. I ain't judging shit. What I'm saying is this motherfucker, Takashi 69 is trolling a dead man who was known for killing people, who friends are known for killing people. But y'all not talking shit to him, telling him to stop. So when he when he ends up dead, ain't no if. Like, it's not an if. When he ends up dead, y'all going to be in the media talking about, oh, my gosh, ha, 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 he finally got got. Oh, my gosh, y'all going to move the fuck on. But his daughter just lost a father. His baby mama just lost income because he making money. His mom just lost income. His people around him, who he's, who he's taking care of, who he's providing for, have lost income, have lost shelter, have lost, have lost protection. His baby mama already came out and said that people have been threatening her daughter behind this clown. And y'all just keep feeding and keep feeding and keep commenting about, oh, oh, uh, Meek Mill a bitch. All y'all other rappers a bitch. All King My Friends are bitches. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, y'all playing with, with dangerous words. And fans got to start taking accountability for this shit that, that go on. Like, on some real shit. Like, Y'all be talking a whole lot of regular shit online and y'all act like other people don't see that. And then y'all say shit like this, like, oh my gosh, you're rich. Just, just avoid it. Okay, cool. But what about, what about those kids who commit suicide because they're getting bullied online? Oh, then it's like, oh, well, no, they're kids. Well, no, like a lot of these people who get rich and become famous have childlike minds. Like they think like child, like, they think like young adults because they, they are given money and when you you don't have any money and you're given something. Let me tell you as somebody who has made some quick money before. That shit came into my pocket. I went to the homie house. We went we went and did A, B, C, and D. I went back home after the weekend and I was broke. And I'm looking around like, where did all my money go? Let me tell you about something right now. As a person who makes okay money, like, like my money ain't, ain't, ain't big baller money, but I make more legally now than I ever have in my life. I get my check. I look at my girl and say, yo, where, where you want to go eat? I don't give a fuck if she cooking dinner. I don't give a fuck if there's food in the house. We always got food in the house because, like, one thing my mom always taught me to make sure you got food in the house, keep that fridge stocked. I look at her like, yo, which one go eat? She be like, shit, I don't know, baby. I don't know. We got food here. Like, I just got paid. What's up? So it's like, I still have that mindset. So imagine being 
a millionaire and you come from nothing. Or imagine being somebody who started making 50, 60K rapping, you know, you start making 50, 60K a year and you're 20 years old. At 20 years old, making 50 to 60K, that's good money. And you hope to to grow, to make more money, to make the millions upon millions that a lot of rappers achieve to make, that a lot of rappers are making. So you expect these people who either got quick money real fast and blew up or people who come from nothing. And when you come from nothing, your mindset is to to uh, get them before you get got. So like you tell the people who have these mindsets about, oh, ignore the comics, ignore the media. When their life has just became the media. So you want them to ignore their life or are the fans going to shut the fuck up and let these grown men just make music and be grown men? And a lot of y'all talking about, oh, well, they some suckers. It's like, no, like, bruh. This is all in the media. And then they have hip-hop police. A lot of people don't know about the hip-hop police. How they have police specifically designed to watch rappers and watch rappers' entourage because they want to make sure that you fuck up. They, they want to make sure you fuck up. Not that you don't fuck up. They want to make sure you fuck up so that when they see you outside, they yo, take his ass. Get his ass the fuck out of here. And then that's one less rapper out there to make music that we might enjoy. Like, think of this selfishly. I love me some Meek Mill music. I do. I think he got snubbed by the Grammys a few years back uh, with, with uh, wins and losses. That album was front to back, especially the deluxe. Like, that shit was a classic to me. He got snubbed. Y'all want him to go to prison because the street says so. And for him to be a street dude, he got to do this because Ty 6 9 been trolling people, talking shit, and Ty 6 9 been threatening people. Okay, well, if he's the money at the top, where are all these bottom level thugs at who mad at Ty 6 9 but y'all don't y'all don't see shit. Y'all want to make fun of dude. Be like, oh, well, Meek Mill got security. Well, Meek Mill ain't really tough. But Meek Mill ain't really street. I don't know if he's street or not. But my whole thing is this: y'all gotta start thinking about the big picture when it comes to life. If y'all like this man music, shut the fuck up. When he see the six nine in public, y'all don't gotta comment on shit. Whenever six nine posts some bullshit online, you don't gotta comment on shit. Another thing is this: if y'all really a Takashi six nine fan, y'all ain't talk to this motherfucker like, yo, listen, all that trolling you doing, you need to stop. Because like you, he fucking he fucking with like real killers, and even if the rapper is not a real killer, guess what? He know real killers. Like people know people. I don't know who the fuck y'all think like life is. Like life is just like oh, you don't know nobody. You don't get to go anywhere or do anything. Like no, people know people. Somebody know somebody who know somebody who can get to him, who can touch him. Cause cause security ain't always around, and it just came on the media that his security company said, yo, we he owe us eighty k. He he owe us some money. So it's like he got all he got all this diamond on his wrist and diamonds on his chain and diamonds in his teeth and nice ass cars. Nice ass cars. Like his car is nice as fuck. Like I can't even name some of them cars. But if y'all want to keep seeing this motherfucking music, y'all want to tell him to tell him to slow the fuck down. Tell, tell him to troll some people he know won't hurt him. Tell him to go troll Machine Gun Kelly or you know. Somebody like that. Go, go tell him go to go troll some rock stars or some country singers because he's trolling people who are known for having people on their side to, that will hurt him. And y'all just going along with it because I think it's a game. Y'all think it's cute. Y'all think it's funny. And his family's being targeted. Y'all as like fans, y'all fucking stupid. Y'all got the game fucked up. Maybe y'all ain't y'all ain't never really been outside. But let me tell you, I've been outside and I came right the fuck back inside. I went outside for you know a hot couple years. I, 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 I was out there doing my thing. I said, you know what? This temperature, I don't like this shit. I'm back in the house. Y'all are here stupid because people are reckless and y'all fans are fucking dumb. So if y'all really look, care about this young man, y'all, uh, you know, start commenting, telling him to stop this. Just, re- just release music. Just make music and have fun. Like, like his music don't sell that much. He just gets views on YouTube and on Instagram. So that's his main cash flow. But y'all need to like 
tell this man to stop because he can get hurt and it's not going to be anybody's fault except his own. Like on some real shit. So if y'all learned anything from me today, man, in this podcast, I want y'all to know like racism is real. Number one, it's out there. The uh, vegan uh, doctor is stupid. And y'all need to stop trying to act hard and be hard, man. Just support your people. Tell them to chill out. Tell them to relax. Love your family. Love your friends, man. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. My Instagram is a cup of coffee. My my YouTube is a cup of coffee. My Twitter is actually my last name and my first name. So it's Coffee Lavelle. Everything will be in the, the uh, description below. I love y'all. Y'all have a good day. Peace.